This is the Lindell Report, bringing you news combined with hope by offering practical and achievable action points to assist you in defending and preserving faith and freedoms. And now, here is your host, Mike Lindell. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Lindell Report. Um, uh, Going to be uh, leaving for uh, the West Coast tonight, Brandon. We're, um, I'll be speaking out there at Flashpoint, everybody, um, on uh, Thursday night. And then I had to. I have a meeting tomorrow there, um, meeting with our team, everybody. And then on Friday too, um, we. Um, I want to start out right away, everybody, This, with everything we have going on with our plan to secure our elections. Help us out at thelindellplan.com. Um, Logan, you just will put that right up there. We're going to keep on soliciting for help with that. Um, this is it, everybody. Call all my operators standing by the Lindell Offense Fund at 800 Whatever you can do, everybody, this plan is moving forward. We had our big um, meeting last night right after the show uh, we, uh, with all the um, all the groups, the Cause of America and all the other groups across the country. And then they reach out to over 300,000 people in all, in all 50 states. So this plan's moving forward, and it is amazing. And um, we, um, uh, we need your help, everybody. So if you can... Uh, if you can help with by donating to Lindell Offense Fund, uh, Brandon, could you find the uh, the address to send in a check? Yeah. Um, if you can do that, I want that. Um, uh, we really need your help, everybody. This is the time uh, you can get the biggest bang for your buck to help save your country in history. And and um, this is it. I'm actually going to be going to. I'm going to stop in California. They do it. They're going to be doing a couple. We're going to be doing a couple events there too. Uh, there it is, everybody. The Lindell Offense Fund, P.O. Box, uh, was that 153? No, P.O. Box 183. 183. Hudson, Wisconsin, 54016. Make it to Lindell Offense Fund. And, and everyone, if you can help out or let people know about it, let people know about the fund. 100% of the money goes to help secure our election. Um, I will tell you right now, there's stuff going on just this week. Um, where uh, we're flying lawyers as we speak for cases that could end up at the Supreme Court. I believe one of them will. Um, and um, But we've got uh, a lot of stuff going on. I haven't even checked with uh, uh, two of the other cases. There, there's a lot of cases that are at a higher level. And then, of course, then we have all the people on the ground with the plan. And uh, that's what we need resources for so that we can... Uh, Get the wireless monitoring devices out there. A lot of people have requested them uh, for their. A lot of the clerks uh, that had them uh, for the uh, November seventh election, um, which we caught every machine online, every voting machine there was online that we uh, monitored, and uh, we got a lot of requests from other clerks, but they uh, to to use them in down down elections, down ticket elections, and stuff well before the twenty twenty four elections. So your donations can help with that too, but. If you hear something good going on out there, usually that the uh, if it's worth if it's um, if we feel that it's uh, our board at the Election Crime Bureau feels that it's worthy of uh, of um, that it's important um, for securing our elections, we go all in and we and we try and fund it. Um, so um, 
That being said, Brandon, um, I want to tell you, uh, um, and by the way, everybody, um, uh, you can use a promo code tonight, L77, at both my pillow and my store, promo code L77 at both my pillow and my store for free shipping on your entire order for all your Christmas gifts. And everything that's on sale at either mystore.com or mypillow.com. And uh, uh, you can use that promo code L77. Uh, and there's another, there's an 800 number for that too. Do you have that, Logan, real quick? Uh, there it is. Every, uh, no, that's not it. Um, there it is. The promo code uh, right there, 800-544-8939. And uh, that's mystore.com, everybody. Use promo code L77. This is for all the entrepreneurs you're helping out these families. I want to do a big push. This is where the My Coffee's at. Um, Brandon's got a couple products there. The NAD talked to you about last night. The uh, uh, These are things that I use too, by the way. That's the best coffee in history. Uh, so go there. There's over there's over a thousand products there. I mean, maybe more than that, a couple thousand. It's all USA made um, and or USA entrepreneurs. So help them out. They uh, they need your help, and plus you're getting great products and for on sale. And your whole order will ship for free. By the way, everybody too, at both places now you're getting that 60 day money back guarantee that starts on Christmas and it's going to go all the way through to March 1st of 2024. So you can buy them for Christmas gifts and you and you don't have to worry, you can have another more confidence that they're gonna love them. And if they don't, you know, they, they got that guarantee. So you got the best thing going. Um, so Brandon, after my, my show last night, after the show, uh, we, um, uh, you know, I had my call that goes out. It was, uh, and last night ran, ran pretty long, upwards of an hour and a half, two hours. Where I talk to you, I take questions from all 50 states, um, our representatives from across the country. And we have a couple more candidates for um, uh, the Raffi Award. Um, and uh, that'll be, uh, we'll have that coming up. I think we have Linda Rand coming on in about 10 minutes. Is that correct? We have her actually ready uh, now. Okay. Well, just give her one second. I want to tell you one thing. I want to give a shout out to a reporter. This is for all you. Um, Terrible, horrible journalists that are out there. You can probably learn something by, from this gal. Um, Brandon, I want you to pull up and put Mike Lindell News, hit the news button. And it's the, uh, the reformer in Minnesota. And believe me, um, at one time, um, I had, uh, um, um, I don't know if I had, uh, I think I've only done that to Zach where I completely blocked his number, but but I went, uh, you know they're 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 left left leaning reformer in Minnesota, but but this gal, this Dina, she asked me if she could shadow me for two days at my pillow, uh, at her factory and office. Brandon, would you would we, I mean would you like a journalist standing behind you all day and uh, taking recordings and? But you know that's me. I don't care. I want I want I'm as transparent as you can get. Now and it, I have it, nothing it, to hide. It, well, it, what's her first name? Dina. D e D-E-E-N-A. Okay. Uh, you'll find it. It says my pillow conspiracy theories follow blah, 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 or something like that. Just if you Google Mike Lindell and then hit news, I'll get the name of it for you. Hmm. But. You made Seth Meyers as well. Did you know that? Yeah, what did he have to say? Nothing good, I hope. No, it wasn't. Seth Meyers blames the GOP for politics being dominated by 
weird uncles like Mike Lindell, Steve Bannon, and Rudy Giuliani. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess I didn't read that one. Um, um, you should be able to find this pretty easy here. Yeah. I'm gonna, um, What's the headline? Want, okay, it says, um, and by the way, the Star and Tribune followed suit, and we're going to have to read what they wrote. Um, Mike Lindell touts his election. Uh, let's see. Um, boy, they might have... Huh, I hope they didn't take it down already because it was too good. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Wouldn't that be something? Because I can't find it. Wow. Um, you know, this would really be something. Um, I do see one from Mike the Star Lindell, Tribune, though. Put Mike Lindell Reformer. Put that in. Reformer? Reformer is mm -hmm. the name of that. I This was here. It was up all day. I can't even believe this. Um... Nothing. Isn't that What's it called, okay. Logan? How'd you send it? Is that it, Mike? Well, yeah, that's it. That's it. Where'd you there find you that? Oh, boy, do they have it hit. Yeah. They wanted to, uh, you know, somebody write something good, and then they right away they, uh, um, yeah, the Star and Tribune did their article, but it's a paid article, everybody. Um, um, okay. So we won't be able to get into that. Um, but anyway, Brand, that that gal, did you read some of it, or did you pull it up there? No, well, no, I he has on the screen. I can't find it. Like you said, I've been searching the search engines, and it won't come uh, up. But I, he well, just emailed we, it to me. So as soon as it comes true. in here. <clears throat> and we, you know, because I promised I'd do a shout out. This is amazing. But now they just push stuff down. Um, here's another one. Mike Lindell's conspiracy field pillow company fights to survive his election obsession. Uh, that's, that's eight that, hours that's ago. The one, that's the one we yeah, just that's found. That's it. That's okay. it. That, no, that is the one. That's Dina Winter. Okay, there um, it is. Yeah, Dina Winter. I found it's, it's the number one thing that was just under a different name, Pen Capital Star, whatever that is. But uh, um, and it's only it looks like it's only. Uh, but yeah, let's see if it's the full article. It was, was that a you? Article. Is that is that picture of you getting ready for the show? Yeah, I was getting makeup on it. And Brandon. You, did you know she was taking pictures and everything? Yeah, I don't care. You know. I mean, I got nothing to hide. I, you know, you got to remember. Remember when I did the? Um, uh, this is a true story. When I was with Christy Nome, Governor Christy Nome's in uh, South Dakota, we we both went to a. It was some maybe it was CPAC or something. I think it was a CPAC event, and she got up there to speak, and and she started out. She goes, "I've already learned a lot here at CPAC." Mike Lindell just told me the best makeup, hairspray, and, and uh, <laughs> eye drops to use backstage. <laughs> so, true story, you know. Um, All right, there they, it is. It, it's on. It's also on MinnesotaReformer.com. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that was MinnesotaReformer.com. Right, but uh, yeah, they. Um, um, but she did a great job, everybody. I just want to say that she. She. Um, she had a recorder running. She called me when she did this article. She kept calling me for questions to do what? To actually ask, to fact check it. Well, what did you mean when you said that? What did you mean when you said that? So if you go through here, 
there isn't anything really in here. And if I get a little close here, um, um, it just kind of tells you who I am. It, I know they asked one. I want you to go down below. Um, keep going down. I want to show people. They went out. She went and, and did her due diligence. Keep going down. Okay, hold on. Um, keep going down. Keep going down. Keep uh, Keep going down. Keep going down. There's our new machine that we bought. Um, okay, that's a new machine. Hold it. Go, go up a little bit higher. Okay, but you know, she puts in here, he said he's persuaded 200 counties to go machine-free and hopes to get them out by the end of the year. Okay, keep going a little further. I want to show something here. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. I read this. I got to Here we go. Okay, now mm -hmm. go up a little higher. Go, go up a little higher. I'm going to read this. Go up a little higher, a little higher. Okay, hold on. Um, this is a former Chaska mayor um, uh, that served on my pillow board of directors for seven years before he left in January 21. Uh, this guy's a Democrat, by the way, everybody. And uh, he's uh, and he uh, after Lindell became enamored with Trump. That's what uh, that's what she puts in there. But she's got to put that in there. Right. Uh, Bob actually left because in January of 21, is when I was put, I got all the evidence. Everybody remember that. Now, but she writes here, he was, um, he was really engaged with that relationship. We aren't just aligned in terms of national leadership. We, we just weren't aligned. Okay, keep going. It's, he, he decided it was best to resign, but says Lindell is a true entrepreneur who touched every component of his business. Uh, he was a mile a minute guy going, 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 blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know how he, I'm not sure where he, he ever rested. Uh, Lindell, okay, go slow down, please. Go down a little bit more. Lindell helped friends from his past. His journey from crackhead to pillow salesman is legendary, and he's committed to his employees, Repke says. Remember, this guy left me because of, you know, of uh, the Trump and uh, all the uh, evidence. But uh, but he's telling the truth here to this reporter, and she's writing it, actually. Did, did he become the mayor? Your, did he become the mayor of Chaska after he was he was the you? mayor. He was the mayor before... He's actually in my book. He was the mayor long before he was on my pillow's board. Twenty years before I met him, for when I used to own my bars and I had to, and I had to get, uh, I had to get a liquor license. And he was part of the board that uh, they did not want me to have a liquor license. But that's another story. You have to get my book and read about that. Um, but he, um, but we became, you know, we became friends. Uh, was, and uh, he ended up joining the my pillow board. But now he says here. We talked about using automation to reduce the workforce, but Lindell, but he did not want any part of that. It's really important for him to employ those who had challenges in their life. Like we employ people that have, uh, give them second chances. Uh, if they've got addictions, we get them help and we pay for them to get help. And then they, they come back and they, there's no excuses. They, uh, they, they, um, you know, um, they, appreciate being paid while they're even in treatment getting help so they don't have to miss their paycheck. But uh, Lindell has fought, long followed his instincts, beliefs, and sometimes even literal dreams, dreams which took his company far, but now but now have put it on the line. It's a privately held company, which means my pillows, financial health is opaque. Lindell is the primary stockholder. Um, but but they, there's that one, and go down a little bit further. I'm just telling you, this, this is a pretty... I, I got to commend her. She just, she, um, you know, she's very left-leaning, but she, uh, 
Either she was torn or she's just printing the truth, you, you know, and she's not hiding anything, Brandon. You know what I mean? Yeah. I keep going, um, okay. So here's, you know, she tells when I went on, on Bannon's and he said it was heart or Wendy's. I said, no, it was a hearty. She's got me doing six things at once, which I do every day. Uh, keep going, keep going, all, keep going all the way down. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. Okay, hold on. Um, okay, go up a little bit higher. Okay, so now remember, everybody, this is a journalist. That okay, hold on. Um, go up a little bit higher. This is they quite they started questioning employees. So here's one gal. Um, um, but clearly, he can be a, abrupt and demanding and rarely says thank you or please. And then this gal says, I don't think he's demanding, he's particular. Uh, Jennifer Pauly Hunter said, Vice President of Tech, whatever for my pillow. Um, so, you know, I do micromanage everything and then macromanage. So that's one thing she's talking about. Go down a little further here. Um, keep going, keep going, keep going. Okay, hold on, go up a little bit higher. Uh, the political stuff is a little fraction of his life, she said. Um, and it goes, um, but it goes down about Lindell jokes that every journalist in the country has his cell phone number, as well as 500 employees. No joke. I've told you before, Brandon, mm -hmm. over 500 of my employees have my direct number if they, and they can call me anytime if there's a deviation or a block. But anyway, let's get scroll down the bottom. I just wanted to show you all these journalists out there. This gal did a very good job. Keep going. Um, um, keep going. Keep going. So if you get a chance, everybody, especially you terrible journalists out there, read this. I mean, they talk about Smartmatic, Dominion, and ESNS. One of the one of the funny things in there, Brand, you can bring it to me on a two shot, I guess. One of the things um, um, in the article, everybody, that I got a kind of a kick out of. They asked me this question. She said, Mike. Do you regret now that knowing you're sued and your company got sued and would you do you regret anything that would you would you go back and change anything? And, and you know what I said? I regret that I didn't go after ES and S earlier. <laughs> They're the biggest machine company in the United States. And by the way, we're going to hear from Rick Weeby tonight some stuff about ES and S. And uh, um, but anyway, they. Um, so if you guys get a chance, the articles out there. My, the reason I put this up, Rand, is things are changing. I, I really believe even the journalists out there. If you look at News Lives, I mean Newsweek. If you look at those guys, they're actually putting stuff out, you guys, that you can actually read it, and they're and it's getting the word out even better than before. And they um um and they're not as tacky as much. You can tell they're kind of either the journalist is kind of torn. Or they're finally able to get their articles over clearing the the um, you know their bosses, so to speak. You know where they used to say attack him or I, Brandon, I used to have to tell the journalist you can't write this good about me. You have to bash me up, you know, right out of the gate so your bosses will print it. Otherwise, they'll never print it. That happened to me all the time with the New York or the New York Times and the the horrible CIA-run Washington Post. Um, oh, did I say that? Um, I'm sorry. Um, so, but that, but anyway, everybody, I just want to bring that up. Um, I think things are changing and they're all shifting. We have, we're winning at all levels, including uh, the media. Um, I really believe that. Um, 
So, but tonight we everybody we, everybody knows we started the Raffi Award, the Brad Rasmberger uh, down in Georgia. You know what we've had for the last two and a half years, everybody, starting with Brad, is fighting politicians that are part of the Uniparty with a big R in front of their name, and we're tired of fighting them. These are the Republican Uniparty, and you say, well, Mike, how do you know they're Uniparty? Because they're blocking things that both parties, about the people, that all people would agree on, why aren't you doing something? If people do something that doesn't help anybody of the people, there's a hidden agenda, everybody, and that hidden agenda is a very evil agenda, and it runs very deep. We're in a spiritual battle of biblical proportions right now, and you have people blocking us, and we are going to call them out with our new Rathi Award. Um, you know, so Brad Rassenberger, the probably the biggest uniparty blocker, um, I could go on and on in history, and show them what a Rathi Award looks like there with Brad Rassenberger. Brandon, put up the... Why don't we put up that, and then we'll show you last week's winner. I want to picture him, and then we'll start out with these this week's nominees, a couple of them. All right, I got to find the Raffi Award real quick here. Here we go. All right, there we go. Now this is what uh, this is the Brad Rasmberg the Raffi Award, and if you can read that, Brandon, I can't hear. I, I, he, uh, Brad Rasmberger, Georgia Secretary of State, has inspired a new award category: the most compromised politician ever. I stand against the people of the United States of America. Raffi Award recipient. And then show them, a, show them last year's uh, recipient, or last well, week. I mean, those are the there nominees. Is, no, no, that, was the, nominees. That, was a, that guy was a runner-up, that Thurston. Yep, there he is, everybody. This was last week's winner. I, think, um, I thought we had the final award somewhere, but that was last Yeah, you got winner. it, but, they, but anyway, they get it. It was uh, um, Robin Voss was uh, hands down. He'll probably win... He'll probably win numerous Raffi Awards because he just keeps at it. He he doesn't stop. He's well, you know, he sets the bar so high for these other ones. It's almost unfair. But uh, but anyway, you can call and congratulate Robin Voss there uh, for winning a Raffi Award. There's his phone number and uh, and there's his email and say what a shame that you win this award. You guys, this is not a award you're proud of. Let me tell you, this is disgusting. He's one of the dis most disgusting politicians this country has ever seen. Robin Voss, Speaker of the House of Wisconsin. All he's done is block. He's a, it's a, what he's done to the state of Wisconsin and to the United States of America is absolutely appalling. Shame on you, Robin Voss. And uh, so tonight, let's bring on Linda Rand. Uh, we got a couple nominees. Um, I think she's got a couple of them. And I think uh, um, that. Uh, and then we got Rick Weeby on. And Rick Weeby coming on. So, Linda, how you doing? Good. Great, great to see you both. Hi, Brandon. Thank you, uh, Linda, for joining us. Everything good in Missouri? And by the way, Linda, everybody, is the one that got that has come up with the best hand count system in the country. And uh, um, it, I, it's, it's already been used in Osage County, Missouri, last spring. Uh, Linda's amazing. She's done more stuff to help this country than you could ever imagine. And, and Linda, I want you to – I brought you on because you have a couple nominees for Raffi Award. Why don't we start with, um, um, what is it, Scholler? Oh, you got Shane Scholler? Shane? Shane Scholler. Shane Scholler. Was he from yeah, Green, yeah, Green he's County, right? Disgusting. And Brandon, as you know, he's bad-mouthed me directly. So, yeah. Um, 
He's from Linda, Green County. Can you give, uh, can you give um, um, there it is, everybody. And uh, he's up for, a, yeah. he's definitely up for a Rappi Award. There he is. Uh, Shane Shore, there's this. I hopefully that, hopefully that's his office phone number. We don't like, uh, we don't like putting up uh, cell phones for anybody, uh, but there's his office phone. Unless it's Alan Duke, we will put his number up there because it's on his website. But, um, but, uh, um, Linda, can you give us some background on this Shane Schuller? He's the uh, what, and then what he's done. Why, why do you think he should be nominated? Sure. So uh, back in uh, 2022, so after the Truth Summit, uh, can you hear me? Okay, I know I've yes. got a terrible internet no, connection. No, we can hear you okay. fine. Okay, so 2022, after the Truth Summit, um, we had a citizen who requested CVRs, Lori Huddleston, and she ended up getting in return uh, papers served on her, a lawsuit from this Green County clerk, and uh, he was trying to get a court judgment. So it would have been one thing if he came forward and said, look, the Secretary of State asked me to file this lawsuit, which we know now because the Secretary of State himself told us that. Uh, Mike, you were in his office. I don't know if you knew he was talking about Lori Huddleston at the time, but instead of saying that, the Green County clerk keeps doubling down saying, Oh no, I called her before I filed the lawsuit. And then that moved on to being, no, I went to her house and talked to her before I filed the lawsuit. Um, he keeps just doubling down on these different stories, but the fact of it is he sent her a lawsuit that said she was gonna have to pay lawyers fees, she was gonna have to cover all the expenses of the lawsuit. And then um, Luckily, we found out if you sue a citizen in the state, the state, basically the taxpayers have to pay all the costs. So it's been in court since 2022. And uh, like you said, Mike, he has come out and said that, uh, you know, that you were an instigator, that I was an instigator. He put our names and uh and I know I, I found some notes today that you did ask me for his phone number one time so that you could call him and talk to him. And okay. as far as I believe you made the call, but I don't know if actually you guys, I mean, I don't, I know you didn't connect. So, he, but he just keeps Either going around saying these things. So. Let's just see if he's on my phone here. Um, I could have had him under a derogatory name. That's the only problem. So. <laughs> <Could've been. laughs> we'll have to see, but, yeah. uh, but I want to explain yeah. to everybody what this Shane Scholler did. So, so he is the he is in charge of Greene County their elections. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. And everybody, what he did when all of you citizens, when you turn in your FOIA um, um, requests for, for under the Freedom of Information Act, I believe they call it something else in Missouri, don't they? Sunshine. Sunshine requests. The Sunshine Act. So so anyway. It's, it's our right to ask people, to ask these officials and ask the government for information, okay? And what we all, what you all went out and did is you asked for our CASFO records, which we have a right to. Well, the Shane Schuller, what he did, he said, you know what? I'm going to sue somebody for even asking me. This is like what the, this reminds me of what these judges are doing when they're going just for asking for something in a case. They're sanctioning people like me. But this guy, just for this lady, putting in a request because she's seen our show, this Shane Schuller, now he's a uh, he's got an R in front of his name, doesn't he, Linda? 
Yes, he does. Now, everybody think about that. Why would this Republican from Greene County in charge of his elections in Missouri, why would he, just a citizen that asked for those cast vote records, was he afraid she was going to find something? Was she afraid of, uh, obviously, the guy, uh, uh, he's been invited to our summit there in Springfield. Isn't that his county where we always have our summits? It is, and several people have told me his constituents, they personally invited him to the summit. He would right. have multiple invites. So if, you're, so if you're an official, this is what I look at it, everybody, and this is who we're calling out. We're going to call these people out. You either explain to the United States and to the state of Missouri why you would not want us checking into our elections and into what's, what these computers are doing to our election. Uh, now, Linda, have, has anybody approached him about going to paper ballots and counted, or is he against that too? Has he ever come to one of your demonstrations of, of paper ballots? Is Osage County, has he been, did, he, did he look at how great it went in Osage County? There's about three questions there. What has Shane done for, done for that? I have not heard from Shane on that. I have heard from other citizens who uh, go to his campaign events because he's running for Secretary of State. They ask him about it. He tell me himself he does not trust the machines, but he believes the answer to not trusting the machines is to do more auditing after the election. And from the statisticians and like Dr. Frank type people, we know those after election audits mean nothing. And, and right. I would like the people of Missouri to understand this. We have a statute, 115-493, that prevents us from getting election records, flat out prevents us from getting anything. Shane Scholler wants to make it sound like he's fighting for us, that doing this lawsuit was how he could go to court with the Secretary of State and find a way to show that we're trying to get these records. But if you read that lawsuit, that's not what he's asking. He's asking the court to agree with him that citizens are not entitled to these records. He did not go in there fighting for the citizens the way he tries to portray it. And all you have to do is read the lawsuit to see that. So he is out there filing a lawsuit, which if they rule in favor of him, will make it even more difficult for Missouri residents to get access to their election records, which is almost impossible right now. Yeah, and, and this is what this is. He's a great nominee because why would you do this? And you're running for secretary of state. Let me tell you, everybody, I haven't met one that I trust yet. I mean, yeah, actually, actually, Jay in Missouri, he was okay when we were there. He did help get rid of Eric. He's probably the best one I met, I'll be honest, Linda. But all the rest of Secretary of State, this is what's controlling our elections, everybody. It's disgusting. This guy that's tried to block access to machines and get rid of them, even though he says, you can say anything. He probably says, well, there's not a problem here. Donald Trump won Missouri. I can just hear that, too. But I'll tell you what, uh, it's disgusting when you have these Republicans blocking us from getting where we need to be. Missouri is the tip of the spear. That's where the, you know, Linda, you guys have been down there for a couple of years now working with the hand counting, paper ballots. You had the first election standalone last spring. Uh, tell us about with that Osage County now, that was Democrats, Republicans working together hand in hand, right? Yes, we had Democrats on the team um, that were in there counting, and we, we did it according to statute, start to finish. Excellent, accurate results, 100%. 
And then the Secretary of State's office came in and there was uh, a lot of things done that violate the same statute that Shane Scholler went to court over. They violated the same statute by unsealing the ballot. They re-hand counted the entire election. They ran the same ballots through a Dominion machine trying to show that there was a problem with the hand count. And yet I will tell you, because the election was April 4th, no matter what they did, they couldn't prove it because there's not a single headline that came from all that stuff they did that says, we proved the hand count was wrong. There's nothing. We proved the system doesn't work. There's nothing. And the sheriff's investigation, just his report just came out, Mike, and I'm putting together a report for you. I, I don't want to disclose it now, but you're going to have some huge Raffi nominees out of what the sheriff's investigation report came up with. Oh, wow. So you hear that, everybody? More blockers. And if you heard what Linda just said there, everybody, the media was silent. And it's just like when we went to the Facebook fact checkers, Alan Duke, at Lead Stories, which uh, one of them's overseas of the two fact checkers overseas in Belgium or someplace. And these guys, Linda, they do it. We gave them all the evidence. We gave them the Mesa County image and said, hey, we signed an NDA with them that they could look at it. And then when he got done, he would go, I said, Ellen, if it's true, you've got to bring it to the world and be a hero and tell him. Well, it was all true. And you know what he said to me? We're, we've, we are fact checkers. This is fact, so we don't have to say anything. So they just said nothing. Instead of saying it's all true, I guess what we need are true checkers, right? Well, your stuff was all true. It would all work. But the media silent on that. They couldn't find one thing. If they would have found one thing wrong with that, Linda, your picture would have been all over every every journalist, every rotten journalist would have had your picture up there in the lights, in the headlines mm -hmm. going, there she is. The system she created did not work. It was off by a ballot. Well, no, everybody. It obviously was 100% accurate or they would have said something, but they didn't. So that's a, that's a great win. And I can't wait to hear all the blockers on that, all these Republican blockers. Then I'm going to ask you this. Um, does it surprise you that since you've been since you went all in on, on, on election platforms to get them secure, it doesn't it surprise you that this many Republicans are actually what I'd say uniparty Republicans that there's no explanation for their actions? Does that surprise you? I I guess yes. Just surprised to see how much corruption there is. What I've learned since I've been here in Missouri these few years is they infiltrate at the county level and they get in. And in Missouri, we learn that they come in as Republicans, they're Democrats or some other party, and they just put the Republican, the R there, so they can get elected. And that's how they infiltrate and work their way up. So by the time they get to the state and federal offices, they've been, quote, a Republican for you know, years or decades, and they're faking it all those years. And now we just, it's just infested. It's terrible. So yeah, we have a huge problem, huge problem with that. Yeah. And it's not just Missouri, everybody. You're, you're going to hear it's probably, we have problems everywhere with this, these uniparty, uh, these blockers. And that's who we're calling out. We're calling out these guys that have ours in front of their name that are the, they're the, 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 they're the worst of the worst. They're everywhere. But these are the worst where these are the ones we fight all the time. Uh, Linda, one of the things that I really thought it's going to be easier now as we move into the next year here in January with the plan and being able to take these sales pitches to counties. Now, 
One of the biggest things when I ran for RNC and got to know the 168, most of them, and um, what we're finding is, is a lot of them are cowards. So when you get there now and you go, hey, the RNC passed this, uh, paper ballots, hand counted, same day voting, signature required, no machine. And now they sit there and go, okay, we'll go along with it. But you're still going to have some that try and stop that even, even though they voted it in. It was unanimous they voted it in. Which brings up, I think you have another candidate. We'll just touch on him. We might, um, as the guy yeah. I met, now who is he, this uh, this other candidate? This, is it Neil? Is that his name? It's Neil. He is the chair of our state GOP party. Um, I don't think that's his picture, though. Oh, that's in Arizona. That's the wrong Nick Myers. That's okay, the wrong so one. that's the wrong Nick okay. Myers. Yep, yeah. that's okay. Nick Myers is in the state GOP. If you went to uh, Missouri, I think it's MoGOP.org or something, you probably could get a picture of him from the website. We he put, is we the bring, state GOP. We could bring more, get him more later, but just because uh, we yep. do have to, I do have to bring on Steve. We have all week to yep. get his info, and I want to get his info yep. right for tomorrow night. But give us, uh, give us uh, the two-minute uh, um uh, I know sure. I met him. I know I got to meet him when I was down in Missouri meeting all the yep. grassroots politicians. But go ahead. Yep. We've had a group in the county level of the GOP in Missouri working very hard on a vetting process that you can use. It's objective. It's a great process. They've been working on it all year. We had training all summer on vetting our candidates who come to us and say, hey, I want to be on the uh, ballot as a Republican. And like we said, the problem is we get people who come in that say they're Republican, they're not. So this is a great process. I am on one of the county central committees, the Osage County Central Committee. And so we've been looking at this all year and heard nothing from the state party, nothing. Uh, they've been silent on it. And then last week, Nick Myers, and I am told that he did this without even talking to the state committee, put out a letter basically saying, I've got a legal opinion. If you do this, you're going to probably get sued. We're not going to support you. We're not going to give you any backing. You cannot vet uh, candidates trying to get on the ballot. And we have, uh, this group had put this together, has all this other legal analysis. Uh, Brandon did a great interview last night with Mark McCloskey, which is already up on Frank's speech that this is already talked about. But yeah, this is a big deal that they're not, they're saying we shouldn't vet our candidates. And he's the highest, uh, he's the chairman of the GOP for Missouri, right? Yes. Yeah, so he's the highest one. He voted, you got to realize, so this is what we have, these unexplainable blockers. Now, why would he do this? Why would you not want at the committee level to vet people that are running as Republicans? That just doesn't make sense, everybody. Why? Wait, you know, we're going to give him a little grace here and maybe he'll reach out to me before we before we uh, completely nominate him for a Raffi tomorrow. But I want a call from him. I'd like him to give me a call. You know, give me a call and explain yourself. Why would you put this out across the state of Missouri saying, if you do this, you're probably going to get sued? Um, really? Well, you know what? This is the same kind of garbage that happens. Like, like down in Arizona, when I, I think it was... Uh, um, Mojave County, and I, for, I forget the other one. Um, um, it started with a C, I believe. There were two counties down there that were got, that were not going to certify the election down there in Arizona in 2022, and all, all of them were afraid that they were going to because they were threatened to go to jail if they didn't certify. 
They were threatened. And this was on a Thursday. They had to decide on Monday. I had them on the phone with their lawyers or with my lawyer, I guess, for them. And they said, and she said, one of the gals said, can you guarantee me I'm not going to go to jail? And he, and the lawyer said, well, yes, I, you know, you've done nothing wrong. You, you know, you, you've done nothing wrong by voting to not certify to look into it. And I said, you can't guarantee her that because with times we're in right now, and, and, and the lawyer said, no, I guess I can't. And the gal said, I said, but what I can guarantee you is I will be there for you when you to bail you out of jail, and we will fight this to the to the end, and we will win. But they all they all under duress. One guy even said Mojave County said under duress, I'm gonna I'm gonna certify this, and they were all afraid. And that's what this Neil did is he put fear into every clerk in Missouri, right? Is that right, Linda? Yeah, yeah, the clerks and the committee. So as a committee person, he's saying that you might wow. get sued. And then he said to the clerks, if you if you go along with the plan, when the committees tell you this, you might get sued. So, yeah, it's that threat of lawfare. It's overused and it's getting very tiresome. So yeah, it really is. OK, well, thanks, Linda. We're going to bring him back up for a nominee I, probably tomorrow night. Um, we're going to dig a little deeper. Uh, Neil, what's his? What's his last name again, Neil? What's his last name? It's it's Nick. It's Nick Myers. Nick. It was the correct Nick name Myers. on the card, just right. the Nick wrong Myers. name. I'm sorry, but I got it wrong. Uh, Nick Myers, and uh, um, I probably have him on my phone. So um, yeah. I would really like to hear from old Nick Myers for his explanation, because we're calling out all these blockers across our country. We're not going to tolerate it over the next 10 months or any time anymore, for that matter. We're tired of everybody out there hundreds of thousands of people out there working this plan to secure our elections. And you have blockers like uh, Nick Myers out there doing some nonsensical thing. Either explain yourself to it. Try and get it through. Why would you do it? Why would you do it, Nick? Why? You know, so let's we'll, we'll get to the bottom of that. Uh, but thanks, Linda. And uh, we'll t well, t thanks for all the work you do. God bless you. Um, everybody, you donate. Donate to the LindellPlan.com. Everybody call the Lindell Offense Fund, 800-598-6747. And um, Rand, I'm sure Rick's been waiting in the wings there, but he's got a lot to say. I'll just let uh, um, Rick, are you there? Yes, I am. Uh, good to see you both. Okay. okay. And there's you guys. Um, Rick here, it's, uh, how do you say that? I say Weeby, right? Weeby. Yeah. Weibel. A Weibel, 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 Weibel. I have a, I have a Weeby that works for me and a Weibel I grew up with. So that's, I but uh, uh, so Rick Weibel here, everybody, he's done more than anyone I know in the state of Minnesota, in the state of South Dakota. His name is everywhere. He runs. It's like, if you know, if you want to know what's going on, you talk to Rick. And Rick was on the call last night and Rick, I'm just going to let you kind of run with it. You, I know you get blocked in, uh, you get blocked everywhere. You would expect it probably in Minnesota with, uh, with there, but to, to in South Dakota is the one that's very intriguing to me and, and to our people watching. So, um, tell us what uh, what you would say, uh, you know, about these uh, Republican blockers that have an R in front of their name and all your efforts. And I'm not just go ahead here. You're exactly right. It's absolutely incredible when we sit here in a Republican state. Uh, it's really hard to sit there and look at, say, for example, the Minnehaha state's attorney who runs interference where the county auditor there wants to release the cast vote records, but he basically says no, 
and doesn't allow her to release the Castro records to Jessica Palmea and South Dakota Kamitsi. Then we have Rachel Solak, who works for the South Dakota Secretary of State's office, and she's out there actively gaslighting Jessica, myself, in essence, using words that we are causing election interference and that we are creating all of this extra time and waste of time. Yet when we ask about the cast vote records and for them to follow the voluntary voting system guidelines that's so new since 2005, where the cast vote records are established, um, they won't do it and they just call us deniers. Then we have yeah, Lee Schoenbeck. Uh, so who is that? So name that person. That person probably up for a Ramsey award. Who's out gaslighting? What's her name? Rachel uh, Solek, uh, out of the uh, Secretary of State's office. She's an, an employee, so she's not elected. And now tell but us the, about uh, your secretary. That... Tell us about the South Dakota Secretary of State. That was elected by the people uh, that got her through, and then didn't she turn on the? Didn't she turn on us? That's what I had heard about in South Dakota. It's uh, very personal as well because my wife was the campaign manager for Monet Johnson to try and make a change because the previous uh, Secretary of State, Steve Barnett, denied that the cast vote records even existed. However, in his own meeting notes of 2019, their state board of elections talked about the cast vote records and they actually filed an application with the EAC for about $3 million to be able to do post-election audits. And the cast vote records at that time discussed by the Minnehaha County Auditor, he was talking about, uh, his name is Bob Litz, he basically was guiding him through how to bring election integrity in. And I can't wait to sit down and talk with him to learn more from him. Uh, those meeting minutes are pure gold, but Barnett denied that they existed. So we removed him from office, replaced him with uh, Monet Johnson. She stabs us in the back and basically uh, kicks us off to the side, used us to uh, yeah. get elected. And now I'm sitting there, uh, Jessica and I had to overcome Lee Schoenbeck, the leader of the Senate, uh, President Pro Tem, where he said there would be no election integrity bills that would go through the state of South Dakota. Well, with all the work of the Freedom Caucus and other good Republicans there and common sense uh, moderate Republicans, they heard us and even the good governor, Noam, signed 14 election integrity bills. Not all of them were as strong as we wanted. Some of them were quite watered down, especially the post-election audit. Oh yeah, we were one of the last states to actually get on board of this uh, standard that 45 of the other states had before we joined in. <laughs> wow. You know, that's uh, that's good to hear that uh, Governor Nome actually, uh, she signed those bills, right? Um, so she, she is helping with that. And because she was one of the first ones I talked to way back uh, a couple of years ago to get rid of the machines, I really believe South Dakota was going to be the first state machine free. And uh, we did too. I was very surprised. It's almost you guys have almost have to. You've almost fought it county by county, especially in what Sioux Falls is that the biggest problem, or is it county by county across the state? It's county by county, but Sioux Falls is divided between two counties, Lincoln and Minnehaha County. And so it makes it extremely tough. Um, but at least we have Minnehaha County right now. Uh, the county auditor there is brand new. Uh, right. She is asking the right questions. And unfortunately, 
the state county auditors association has been attacking her as well as the secretary of state's office has not been helping her but today she had a huge win where she wanted to redistrict uh, the precincts to have them make more sense and so that voters wouldn't have to wait in long lines anymore and today finally the county commissioners approved her redistricting plan uh, for the new precincts so i want to give great credit to Leah Anderson wow. and her staff being able to do that. Well, that is awesome. And, and you know, everybody, there are little victories. You know, everyone says, uh, they say to me all the time, Rick, you know, why don't you just worry about the swing states, Mike? Well, this isn't just about the swing states. This is about our elections. And you know what? If we get a win, we get a win in, I don't care if it's Oregon or South Dakota, or how about what just happened in Minnesota? You know, people were asking right. me, Rick, this was about, a month and a half, two months ago, and they asked me, and I said, there's good things that come out of every state, but they asked me about Minnesota. I said, I couldn't think of anything. I mean, I'm going, you know, you're right. I said, because I don't spend hardly any time fighting stuff in Minnesota because it's so, um, uh, it, to me, it's kind of like Oklahoma. It's only uh, Oklahoma down there fighting the Republicans up there. You're fighting both Democrats, you and a party in Minnesota. But the big, but here, out of the blue, out of the blue comes a great ruling, and uh, and that was the and what ruling was that? That was a couple of weeks ago about Donald Trump, right? Yeah. So basically, the uh, Supreme Court there in Minnesota looked at the uh, complaints that were filed by both Republicans and Democrats. I really don't want to consider them Republicans uh, because they're such traitors in that regard. But they were right. trying to remove Trump off of the ballot in Minnesota. The Supreme Court decided not to do that. And part of that is political because right now, five of the Supreme Court justices are up for re-election this year and they didn't want to put that uh, political hot potato right. in. And they also knew that if they just waited until after the filing deadline within Minnesota, they kind of gave them a hint that you could come in and refile again. But we're kind of onto that and hopefully uh, we're going to have answers for that. So stay tuned yeah, but, on that case. But like I said, but like I said, right. But like I said, Rick, I don't care how it happened, whether they're doing it for some crazy, um, but boy, if we do this, they're going to vote us out. If we attack Donald Trump, like we, you know, this shouldn't be put up there, but they, but even if they decide, Hey, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's vote it down. Even if we can bring it back up, but by them doing that, it's set a precedence, everybody. Colorado drop, Michigan drop, and they're, I believe they're all going to drop. Maybe not all, but I believe they will. Because once you have precedence, and this is what I'm talking about, everybody, once something happens in a state, it can be, I don't care how small, you might think it's insignificant, but that opens a door. It opens a door. God opens up all these doors that no man can shut, and he shuts doors no man can open. And they, this is where we're at. This is why it's so important. All these things going on across our country. I think it's, yeah. I, and I've said it before, I can't believe people, I tell people how we're blocked in South Dakota from getting cast vote records. They go, South Dakota? Donald Trump won South Dakota by a landslide. It's all Republican. No, it's not, everybody. There's uniparty Republicans. Some of the biggest yeah. blockers in the country are in South Dakota. It's disgusting. And then, you know, and, and I'm sure, and I will say this on, on right on here, I've had uh, Governor Christie know, I'm sure she's torn half the time. Do I do this over here? Do I do this over here? I'm glad to hear that she signed those 14 things that the, basically the grassroots pushed up 
to there because uh, it's disgusting that Secretary of State you have for all the work you did. Do you know the for, the previous Secretary of State? Uh, what, what was his name? Steve Barnett. Steve Barnett. I called up Steve Barnett in the summer of, I think it was 22. I want to say the summer of 22. Yep. That's when he got voted out, right? Yes. And I called him up, everybody, to, to see if there was one Secretary of State out there that maybe would help our efforts. And I called him up, and he got he's on the phone. You, he felt, he's like all down. It must, he must have just got voted out. He goes, I don't know why you're calling me. Your people just got rid of me and just voted me out. And, uh, I mean, it was like, and I'm going, and I'm going yes. So, you know, and, and, and it was a great victory for South Dakota that the people voted in, somebody they wanted in, but then whatever reason, her behavior doesn't match what she ran on. And it's disgusting. Correct. So she, to me, in my mind, that gal's up for a, a, a Raffi Award, and she's only been in power for, what, less than a year or whatever it's been. She's up for a Raffi Award. Yeah. When they turn for no reason and you can't explain it, that, that that's, what, that's what we're talking about. I can't stand these deviations in behavior. If you're a Republican, you've got an R by your name, and you're doing something completely in outer space that doesn't make sense, well, you've got a hidden agenda, and we're not going to tolerate yep. it anymore. We're not going to tolerate it. I mean, Rick, you know yep. yourself, I, I know you've been up against more blocks. I'm going to ask you the same thing I asked Linda. I don't know how long you've been immersed in this, but um, I think a lot longer than I have. But um, how long have you been immersed? What's that? Since 2016, when I first hacked my first uh, No Ink uh, iPad. Okay, so, so since then... Is it a big surprise to you that these Republicans are turned out to be as big a blockers or bigger than than the Democrats in some cases? It, it is. Uh, it's actually very shocking. And I really thought that um, my state and running with Monet Johnson, we could actually become the gold standard for the entire United States. That's what our campaign yep. was all about, is to set the bar so high that the other states would be so embarrassed that little South Dakota created, basically enacted every single provision of the EAC requirements and would even surpass Wisconsin to make sure that every single county would have their cast vote records published on the county websites or at the Secretary of State. So that way there would be no question about the machines. And if any issue came up, we could sit down bipartisanly and figure out what the next best course of action would be. Right. And then I want to tell everybody real quick um, before we run out of time, a cast vote record, everybody, is like watching a football game. You miss the order the votes come in. You either have computer manipulation or you don't. Remember, we got one third of all the cast vote records of the 2020 election. Every one of them was computer manipulated, everybody. But there's two things I want to quick say. When we, when we put that request out, when I put it out in the summer of 22, before September 3rd, when they could all be expired, we put out a national request for them. And you had people like Kentucky going, God, the state of Kentucky, going, Mike Lindell's going to ruin our country. Our, our clerks right. are so busy for the election getting the cast vote records. And I don't know if you know this, Rick, but San Francisco County or township in California, they just put them right up on their website. You know, and go, yep. hey, you have the right to them. Here they are, everybody. 
What a beautiful thing. Yep. On the opposite end of the spectrum, Minnesota did what? Do you remember what Minnesota did or what have they done? It wasn't it something like, we don't know what they are, but if we do, you can't ever have them. It wasn't like that? Correct. Yeah, so for basically two years, Minnesota basically lied because uh, I was asking for those about uh, two years ago. And uh, then Steve Simon, the Secretary of State there, said that they didn't exist, they weren't a thing. And uh, I'm like, no, they are. And it's actually required in Minnesota statute uh, because it has a piece in there where it has to have a full recapitulation of the elections. And so that is the cash vote records is to be able to do that accrual and show the evidence of that as a backup in case the ballots were lost. And so then all of a sudden the legislature, the Democrats were all getting all freaked out. And so, and even the Star Tribune had me in the front uh, page of the paper calling me an election denier with me holding up the little sign that ignorance of the uh, law doesn't mean that you're getting out of the ticket. You know, so there's the little 65 mile an hour sign that I'm holding up. Well, then right at the last minute while they are working on their budget, they throw in the uh, definition. They throw in in the statute that you can now have the cast vote records, but you can't have the ballot images. And they don't even define where the cast vote record is. So basically, my conspiracy became statutory. You know, so then the uh, all the reporters had to eat crow like, oh, I guess they do exist. Of course they do, because the state didn't even define it because it's already defined federally. (laughs) Wow. wow. Well, Rick, we got to have you back on. We're out of time. But I'll tell you, thank you for your service to the country, not just those two states that you live in down there, the whole country. Because I'm I'm telling you, we get more information from you than I think uh, most, most of all the others put together. It's just amazing coming out of Minnesota. Um, And you're going to love, I've got uh, two other breaking news pieces the next time that uh, you have me on that further provide evidence that the cast vote records are required uh, from the EAC and especially the election administration manual that just came out July 2023 and end-to-end system validation and testing. (laughs) Okay, we'll try and get you back on tomorrow night. I'll talk to Brandon and uh, we'll try and get you back on. We can talk about those tomorrow night. Rick, you're amazing. Thank you. And uh, um, keep going in South Dakota and Minnesota. God bless you. Yep. Thank That's you. Stay the Lindell awesome, Report. Be sure to support yeah. Mike by going to MyPillow.com forward slash E888. Well, you can get the free shipping. All right. And, of course, LindellOffenseFund.com. All right. That's the broadcast. Take care. You're watching Lindell TV.